Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hour of Power podcast, where we look into a subject for 60 minutes and we try to become experts about it. I'm your host, Cameron. Joining me, as always, is our other host, Caleb. How are you going this week, Caleb? Fantastic. Excited. Ready. That's good. Uh, off the back of talking about kings and queens, yeah. feeling royal. The monarchies. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, but, now- uh, excited for a new topic and excited that I get to bring the topic to the table this week. I'm excited about that as well, Caleb. Although, uh, you know, you said you were going good. Something that's not going very good is your mic stand. Uh, for everyone, go across our social media. We'll put up a little a little video now of Caleb holding his mic stand because it's snapped or something like that, has it? You now have to be like a cool rapper. Like you should you should dangle it down from the top like, um, like a boxing oh. match person. Oh, yes. Look at that. The rest I of the, the podcast. didn't just... <laughs> The, the microphone is now upside down. Yep. <laughs> Everyone who's listening to the podcast right now has no clue, but head across our socials, the Arrow Power podcast. Look there and you'll be able to see that. But uh, Caleb, you did say you're bringing the topic this week. Last week I brought monarchies. We learned a lot about the fun sh- subject. Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back. There's lots to do with swans apparently in monarchies, but you'll learn a little bit more if you go listen to that episode. Um, but this week, Caleb, you're bringing the, uh, you're bringing the subject um, do you want me to get you a uh, a drum roll? Always, and the, you have no idea what this is. So I'm have, looking forward to your reaction. <laughs> uh, absolutely no clue. Here we go. Here's your drum roll. Okay, the subject this week is sleeping. Sle- sleeping. Sleeping okay, and sleep. A, th- that is a very interesting subject, Caleb. Yeah. I do it every day. I sleep every single day, um, most days at least. Uh, but I've never really studied much about it. Um, what are we? What are we looking into? Are we looking into? Well, I don't even know how. How do you sleep? What is? Yeah. Sleep? So we need some. We need to get some questions around this. The questions I'm really excited about. I'll give you some of the thoughts I've had. Okay. Because, uh, like you said, this is something we do every day. It's something we do a lot of, but it's something that we probably don't understand. And I suspect, based on a very small amount of reading I have done, that the scientific community actually doesn't know a lot about this topic either. So I'm excited to see what okay. we can find out. Uh, the questions I'm interested in. Uh, I want to know how much sleep is right. Like, how much sleep okay. are we supposed to get? Okay, so we're going to look into that. I also want to know about the history of sleep. Okay, so I want to know whether people... Because I've heard rumors before that some people in history didn't sleep during the night in the same way that we do. I get what you mean now. I was wondering if you were more meaning... Did people used to sleep? And I thought, uh, Caleb, I feel like that's self-explanatory. Like I feel like yeah, the history has- of sleep's not going to be very comprehensive. <laughs> yes, they always slept. No, no, no. What I'm curious about is like, have we always slept on beds? Okay. Where, what times of day did we used to sleep? Just, just like sleep f- throughout the ages. What have the techniques been? Okay. Uh, something else I'm also interested in uh, is what happens when we sleep. So what's going on in our brains, our bodies, our muscles? Okay. Uh, what's, 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 what's that all about? What's going on? Uh, and I'm also interested in, I don't know whether you want to throw a question in here as well. These are kind of just some thoughts I've had. What are dreams all about? Okay. That's good. I I feel like, um, maybe something I want to learn about sleeping is what happens. I think that we can even cover this in the first question. What happens if we don't get enough sleep? Like, is it, is it detrimental to us or can you, you you just feel more tired? I think maybe that's something we can cover. I reckon, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon you should look into amounts of sleep. Let's make it amounts of sleep. So it's like too little, too much. Is uh, Is this a personal attack because you think I don't get enough sleep? Well, let's just say I know that your work day often starts at like 4 a.m. So <laughs> I'm just throwing that question to you. Okay, mounts of sleep. Uh, that's, and while you're yep. at it, 
while you're at it, also look at dreams okay. for me. Are you interested in looking? Okay, so you're going to look at dreams and you're going to look at amounts of sleep. Yep. I will look up cool. what's up I'm going to check out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the heck is the deal with dreams? Yep. What are dreams all about? Because it kind of ties. It kind of ties with that idea of what happens while we sleep. But I think it's also like a big enough topic that we should just like look into that just by itself. Um, okay. I'll look into the history of sleep, okay. right? Uh, and what's my other one? Uh, your his- the history of sleep, and then you're going to look into... Uh, I'm looking into... <laughs> oh, no, we've forgotten our last core question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've got I've got uh, what happens to us while we sleep. Yeah, yes, yes. Because you're looking at amounts yes. of sleep and dreams. Yes. I'm looking at what happens while we sleep, accepting dreams, because I'll look at everything yep. else, and the history of sleep. Okay, good. I like this. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, let's jump into our study, Caleb. Let's see how much we can learn about this thing that everyone does. Everyone does. Even Gary V, the biggest hustler of them all, he still <laughs> sleeps at some point, even if it's n- maybe not too much. Well, I guess we'll find out throughout our study. But let's find out what uh, what happens, and I'll see you in 60 minutes on the other side of our study and see if we've become experts about sleep. How about that? studies just started uh, and we're looking into sleep. Interesting topic. I'm, I'm interested to know more about this and my first thing I'm going to be looking into is is there even a right amount of time to sleep or is this just a kind of social um, amount that we think works best? Is it like actually fact that we should be sleeping for eight hours? Well, at least that's what I've heard so I'm going to look into that. found out some stuff about sleep now moving on to dreams and basically what i've searched no actually 100 what i've searched into google is what the heck are dreams about um and the first thing that pops up is 20 amazing facts about dreams that you might not know i probably don't know any of them so let's go have a look okay Caleb, 60 minute studies is up now I'm going to bring something here right at the beginning before we go into our studies that may sound like we're actually back on another podcast. Two weeks ago, we talked about social media. Guess what I got? Guess what? Guess what? I was just scrolling Instagram for one second. Literally, a message came up and looked close to the message. Sponsored post about sleep. <laughs> a mattress was getting advertised to me. <laughs> uh, have you been looking at new mattresses prior to today and me bringing no. up this topic? Nope, haven't looked at any new mattresses um, prior to today. Although I did look up a pillow about two weeks ago, so maybe maybe it's from that. Um, but yep, looking up all the research on my computer, Instagram, close something, boom. There's a uh, there's a mattress advertisement. I do think I've seen it for the last couple of days. I just like I think I'd kind of recognize the the ad. Anyways, <laughs> Dimitri Dimitri Glanis was onto something. <laughs> yeah, he was. Anyways, I thought I'd bring that up. Um, but how was how was your study? How did you go? Yeah, I um I got to admit I was pumped about this topic, which is I guess is why I chose it because this is um I've seen like little docos um in the past, like just over the last few years, and read little bits and pieces that pop up in that clickbait classic like clickbaity type news article. Mm. Plus, it's something that like we obviously all are involved in, and when something's relevant. Yeah. You know, we, we always want to tackle topics that are interesting, important and relevant and, and re- relevant. So I guess like this kind of ticks those boxes. Yep. Um, but it always, it never fails to amaze me how much there is 
but also how little like definite information there is. There's a lot of speculation around this topic. Yep. A lot of speculation and a lot of things that um I guess uh what I would call sheep. <laughs> The things that all follow the same direction. <laughs> yeah, a little bit funny uh, name. Um, but uh, all things that follow the same direction. And then there's like, as you dig deeper, there's other things that are like, no, as we looked into it, you know, lots of people say this, but it doesn't actually apply to everyone. And so I guess that's some of the research I found out there. Anything you want to jump into before I jump straight into my first core question, Caleb? Well, do you want to start with the history of sleep? It kind of feels okay, like yeah, the that's natural great. place that's a great to place. start. That's a great place okay. to start. Yeah, it kind of feels of like the natural place to start. So, Did the cavemen uh, sleep? I, Did the cavemen sleep, Caleb? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I actually do have some interesting facts on cavemen for you, but I alluded to the fact right at the beginning of this podcast that I had seen something about people sleeping at different times of day um, mm. throughout history. And sure enough, I came straight across it. Like it was the first thing that came up. And there's basically two... Uh, things I want to share with you. One, which is a study by a psychologist and one that is a book that was put together by a historian that both indicate one piece of information. And it, it seems to be unavoidable and pretty much everyone seems to agree on this funnily enough. But there was this study done by this psychologist, Thomas Wer, where he would plunge a group of people into darkness for 14 hours of the 24 hour cycle, right? So they were in total darkness. The idea yep. being that he removed them from just following light to determine when they would sleep. Obviously, 24 hours, a little bit cruel, so it went with 14 hours. Uh, for four weeks, it was just random. They, these people could not get their sleep sleep pattern sorted because everything was just messed up. Then they settled into a pattern. Do you want to take a guess at what the pattern might have been? Uh, I don't even have a clue. <laughs> I don't okay, I so have zero clue. The, the, what they what they did just after this this four weeks and they settled into a normal pattern is they would go to sleep for four hours and they would wake up for an hour or two and then they would go back to sleep for four hours before getting up to tackle the day. Oh, isn't that interesting. interesting? That's the interest that 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 to me was just the most mind blowing thing that that's what people did naturally when. The, they went through this experiment and and this is people who sleep like we do now, like eight hour ish blocks yeah. that they, yeah. they, they did this after. Anyway, so that was fascinating. Okay. And so there's also this historian who's basically gathered more than 500 references to biphasic or two part sleep. Like I just referred to. So the two four hour blocks with an hour or two in the middle throughout history, this guy has gone through and he's collected 500 references from books, from novels, from historical studies, medical journals, diaries, personal letters, uh, like personal prayer books. And basically what he's come to is that everyone used to, uh, used to function in this way where they slept for four hours, got up for a couple hours, and then they would go back to sleep for four hours. And what he says, and I like this quote, he says, it's not just the number of references. This is historian Roger Eckerk. Uh, it is the way they refer to it as if it was common knowledge. So it wasn't like it was unusual or they thought they were doing something hipster, like being a vegan or drinking like coconut coffee. They just did that. It's just what they yeah. did. Yeah, which I thought was which, which I thought. Have you ever heard of that before? Biphasic sleep? No, I've absolutely got no clue. I've never heard of this this concept before at all, and I don't think I don't think I've even heard of like in doing my studies, like the study I did just then. Studies, as if I've done lots of this uh, study <laughs> I just did did then. I couldn't find any 
any reference of that. Like for the amount of sleep, I didn't see anyone who was saying like, you know, you should get four hours and then go back, uh, like wake up and then go back to sleep. That's interesting because I was kind of curious as to whether it came up when you were looking into that area. I want to get into that next actually, but before I do, I'll just quickly share how we kind of transition out of this block sleeping to what we do now. Cause I think yeah, that kind of yeah. might lead into what you're, you're going to talk about as far as That'd the amount good. of sleep. So, so the middle, so first of all, I'll address that, that middle two hours. It wasn't like they just laid there like we do these days. If we wake up in the middle of the night and panic, like, yeah. oh man, I need to get more What's sleep. I'm not going to have enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it wasn't perceived as a bad thing. It was actually a time that they used. And so this is what people seem to do. Uh, they would. <laughs> Can I give a prediction? Uh, Can I give a yeah. prediction? Yeah. Have I a guess. Up, yeah. I wake up two hours in the middle of the night. I know that I want to be productive. What do I want to do? Get up and make cookies. That's what I want to do. I want to make some cookies. Is that a, is actually, that one of them? You're actually pretty good. Like you're baking? actually pretty good there because domestic domestic chores, baking definitely okay. could, could have been in there. The common ones are going to the toilet, duh, um, but they would also smoke tobacco, hours? visit their neighbors, <laughs> read, write, or pray. Those were the common activities okay. that were quoted based on these 500 references collected. <laughs> visit their neighbors like they all doing this at the same time (laughs) what i want to know is if they got ready for the day twice did they get ready for the day (laughs) at the start of the day (laughs) (laughs) that's what i want to know (laughs) because yeah for me that wouldn't be that big a deal but for my wife who it takes an hour to get ready like yeah she loves her getting ready process but i don't know if she'd love it if she had to do it twice a day Maybe it wouldn't be as much of a big thing. Like maybe, maybe that's a way of like not. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. Okay, so maybe. When did this stop? Like, you yeah. know, you were kind of getting there. You know, they they did. They were used this productively. But when did this stop happening? Did people yeah, so just so, realize so, that they want more? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what happened was they started to be able to access personal and domestic lighting, basically, so candles. Okay, it, it became yeah. a thing. That you could you could go into the night. So traditionally, people would be going to sleep like not long after dusk while they were doing this two hour two block sleep thing, right? So they were going to sleep mm. a lot earlier than we were. Basically, people were like, oh, we can actually like stay productive now even when the sun goes down because yeah. we have lighting. So it started with rich people basically because they could they were the ones who could afford these this lighting. And then it progressed to the point where I think uh, Paris was the first ever city to to light the city. Uh, and ah. off the back of basically this lighting in in homes and in cities, um, it led to an increase in nightlife basically. Because mm. before before this point in time, the dark night was associated with things that people looked down on. People like so yeah. Actually unacceptable things like theft uh, and, and activities that we will not mention on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but as lighting was introduced, people were able to stay productive. And so it was seen as a waste of time to be going to bed so early, which eventually led to, well, we don't have time to go to sleep twice. Let's just do it once when we get tired. And that's kind of where we are now. But what's interesting okay. is, uh, and, and I'll wrap up here because this is perfect. This is probably what you're going to talk about. I've got, yeah. I found this guy, Russell Foster. Um, he's actually a professor of circadian neuroscience at Oxford, which is basically the body clock. Yep. And he talks about the fact that over 30% of medical problems are directly or indirectly linked to sleep. 
but we don't train our doctors basically on sleep, which I thought was yeah. crazy. Yeah. And and that, that's what he's pointing out. So I fell into his trap. He's like, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And he said, for people who are, like have sleep problems, so they wake up in the middle of the night, insomnia or maintenance insomnia, as it can sometimes yeah. be known, maybe they're just flicking back to this old style of sleep. And that actually could be more healthy for some people. So there's lots of conjecture over that, which is where I want to throw to you about the amount of sleep. Uh, but yeah. They, there is a kind of the, the one thing that kind of seems to be agreed on is how much sleep you should get, whether or not it's in blocks or not. Well, the the, uh, the debate is out. Basically, it's okay. just unpractical to sleep in blocks, is what a lot of people yeah. are saying. So why would you do that? But as to the object, like the objective question, is it better to? Jerry is still out. I like I like that idea because I think uh, there's well just from that practically maybe maybe we should try it over the next like over the over the week uh, before we get our expert because um, I personally you said to early in the podcast I wake up at four a.m. sometimes that time of the day maybe because it's quiet no one else is doing stuff is a great time of productivity for me between four and seven a.m. man I just smash the workout and it's great however I then feel tired later in the day so maybe my blocks need to be like maybe from 3 p.m. I'm sleeping through to like 8 p.m. and then I'm up doing stuff and then I sleep like maybe I don't know but uh let's let's chat about that let's let's get this research let's get through this research and you and I let's chat about trying it out because I'm totally on board with that Okay, and uh, maybe some people want to try it out with us as well. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into what my question was. It is uh, amount of sleep. Okay. okay, the first thing you find on Google when you look into this is people kind of say eight hours. Eight hours is this thing. Now, in digging into this, this this guy, I was watching this video. Now, you know, we always say avoid the videos, avoid the videos. I found this video and I clicked on the beginning of the video and he said something really like right at the side. I would like expect nothing attention. less from a video maker, Cam. This is this is terrible. <laughs> it was an attention grabbing statement and he was he was saying cancer cells multiply faster the more sleep deprived you are. And I was like, What? Oh, oh, okay. Anyways, I got that 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 statement. And then I left the video. Like I didn't go back to, I didn't watch the full video. It was 40 minutes long. So I was like, that's going to be my whole study if I watch this video. And so I like looked into some more stuff. I was looking down some sites. Everyone's kind of saying seven to eight hours, um, mainly eight hours is kind of like what you should be doing. And then I went back to the video. I had five minutes left at the the end of the study. And I was like, I'm going to watch just a little bit of this video. I feel like I found out some stuff. The video then goes into say his first kind of opening statement is that um, eight hours doesn't even make sense. It's like eight hours. Eight hours is a, it was a study done. Like the the recommendation of eight hours was a study done in the nineteen forties, and um, and it doesn't even make sense fully because the general sleep cycle of a person is ninety minutes long. And so say we have five of them. Well, that's seven and a half hours. This is what he's saying. <laughs> and so it's like it doesn't even add up to eight hours. Eight hours is like kind of going towards the middle of our sleep cycle. It's actually a bad time to wake up. Um, but then he went on to sl- say, but I don't always feel good on seven and a half hours. So that how does that work? So you dug a little bit deeper. Can I just say, before before you say anything else, I am pumped about what you're saying right now because I'm totally one of those sleep nerds who like tries to sleep on 90 minute intervals. And I'm like, yeah, I sleep so much better because I follow my sleep cycle. Like I'm totally one of those idiots, (laughs) but I totally don't always feel great after my seven and a half or nine or six or whatever my interval. So what you say next is going to change my life. 
So he goes into uh, sleep cycles for each person is different. So you're you're going down, coming back up. 90 minutes is like the average. It's just like, you know, the st- stock standard, like eight hours, we say eight hours, 90 minutes is the other one that we throw around. However, his is shorter than that. He didn't actually tell us how short, which was annoying. I was like, oh, I want to reference this. Tell me exactly how short yours is. But, um, but he said his was shorter and he actually um, goes to bed at 12. This is like an expert. This is an actual expert on the subject of sleep. He's got a full company all about this sleep technology that makes you sleep the best way and wake up feeling the best you can. And he says he goes to sleep at 12 and he naturally wakes up every single morning at 6, 17 a.m. What? What? That's (laughs) wild. So no alarm. No alarm, he says. No alarm. And uh, I'm going like, oh, this is crazy. So he goes into this thing called chronotypes. Okay. So now I'm digging down this this little road. So all the other studies <laughs> that saying for me, it's like eight hours, eight hours. This guy's like, no, it doesn't make sense. So it digs, in, it digs into these four chronotypes. There's four chronotypes. Now- these all like in different ways are like um, you, you, people are going to have to take more time outside this podcast to look into the chronotypes and which one they are. But there's four different types of chronotypes and they're, they're all based on like kind of going to sleep at different times. So, you know, there's a early risers. They've got names like actual chronotype names. I'm not going to go into them because they're like animal names weird um there's like the early risers people who get up early and they naturally want to start working like 4 a.m um and then there's like the people who are the opposite of that they start going to sleep they start drifting off to sleep at like 2 a.m 3 a.m and then there's the people who just have like a normal sleep cycle in the middle like and then um there was another crazy one uh which i totally forget what it was now but there's like these four different types and most people fall into these four different types um however there's also also cases where these things don't quite add up and people don't fall into a category. And so he went to the study and I'm, I'm just going to reference this because I think it's re- relevant for most people. He had this person who is going to get fired because they always were like, la- not like lazy at work, but they really struggled to work um, and feel awake at work. And so he, they come to come to him and he's doing this study and he's like, I can't fix him. He goes into all the normal psychologist things. He like goes into normal sleep um, behavior things and he, and he can't fix this person. Anyways, she says to him, I feel like if I just went to bed at 1 a.m. and woke up at 9 a.m., then I would be great and ready for the day. Now, the employer usually has her at work at 9am. So like, you know, she can't do that. And so he says, okay, well, um, let me chat to your boss about this. Cause she felt like she was going to get fired. So he rings the boss on the Monday of this week and says, I want to do this study where she gets up at night. he's like, I'm firing her on Friday. So you have to like, if this works, then that's great. But otherwise she's fired on Friday. And he's like, okay, well, I feel the pressure now. So he does this study. Oh, this she is wakes awesome. up at What one, the heck's going to happen? She goes to this bed is at going one, from a podcast to nine, story time. <laughs> and, and has to get to work at 10. Like, you know, fine. Work at 10. It's excellent. The boss, he rings her and uh, the the guy rings the boss on Friday and says, um, like, you know, how's it going? And the boss says, I've got three other people I want you to work with. That's the first words out of the boss's mouth. So, you know, just by changing that, um, 
she's automatically like this better worker and suddenly like things are changing around. And so he goes into saying it's a great thing for like, you know, people to be aware of for their work hours that, you know, they're going to be way more efficient if they look into maybe their chronotypes or what hours are actually effective um, for sleeping. So he said, you know, on average, like like rough like stats, 15% of people like early birds, they like getting up early and working, 15% of people are night birds. Um, And he kind of goes into some other stats. Um, And so he said, you know, it, it's not about always the amount of sleep, but it's about making sure that we're getting an amount of sleep that's right for us. So it's not, I'm not going to say to people, you know, get eight hours of sleep. That's not kind of what it's saying. It's saying, find out what works for you. And uh, there's a number of ways you can do that online. Um, he said, now for some people, they're like, okay, that means that I should go to bed um, at 11 p.m., and just not set an alarm and see what time I wake up and like mess around with my sleep. He says, no, 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 that doesn't work. There's two things that are really important, consistency and finding out what kind of person, like when you actually work your best. Um, and that's not waking up with no alarm in the morning. Cause when you actually find the, the right sleep pattern, he said, waking up with an alarm will actually work fine for you. Um, now there's some jobs where this is really difficult. Like if you're a teacher, uh, you can't just be waking up at 9.30 AM and be like, okay, I'm going to wander into school now. So unless we, so- unless we change class types by chronotype, like, he says, he says throughout your life, you do change. You can change through the different chronotype things, like in ah, different things and you settle into one um, later in life. So yeah, so there's there's no real like d- definite thing. He did say that, you know, the general kind of rule of thumb of like, um, you know, between seven to eight hours kind of fits the majority of population, but there's an actual amount of time that works for most people. And throughout your life, as you get older, um, uh, you know, you can go to like six hours or five to six hours. Like it says for some old people, like five to six hours is optimal. And there's actually some people who are like maybe um, in their thirties where the optimal amount of sleep that they should get is five to six hours. And if they sleep over that, then they actually feel worse. That, so that it's not that they're not getting me. enough sleep. It's that, that they're actually me. getting too much sleep. Yeah. Because so, those people get more time to do stuff. That is just that. Like that's I know, he I've said. heard that before. He said that exact like, line. He's like, that annoys me. <laughs> it annoys me. Those people will have more time. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I reckon I'm totally like, I can go I, I like my own body. I, I reckon I can do six plus hours consistently as long as I don't fall below six. But as soon as I go less than six for any more than like a, like two or three days, I'm a snotty nose monster. So mm. like for people who can go less than six hours, well, kudos to you. You'll get, you've got, they better achieve greater things than me. Cause they've got more hours in their day. Pressure's on. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on. So yeah, I, I feel like that kind of, um, you know, goes into the amount of sleep. You know, a lot of studies say um, seven to eight hours, but the problem is that unless you actually do the research into it, then you'll probably just stick with this amount. And you know, it, you may feel great some days where you wake up at seven hours and 24 minutes, and then you may wake up at seven hours and 45 minutes and feel horrible other days and you'll be wondering. And so like it, the thing is like, you may keep changing your schedule. He kind of said, keep a, keep a, a, constant schedule, whether that's you going to bed at 11 and you're waking up at 6.30, like seven and a half hours there. Um, or if you're going to bed at 10 and you're waking up at six, no matter what, over the week, the weekend, keep it keep it consistent. And that's going to be the way that you kind of feel the best when you're waking up, keeping it consistent and finding the amount of time that actually works for you. So looking into your kind of chronotype. Fantastic. I like that. Okay. Well, let me talk about now while, like, while we're sleeping, what happens? Okay, great. Because that uh, that then leads perfectly into dreams. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this okay, this so episode is sleeping, falling into place. 
What happens, Kayla? What happens okay. while we sleep? Uh, before I dive into a lot of nerdy stuff, uh, which I don't fully understand, it's this is where the, the gray kind of comes into it because there's actually no single agreed upon explanation for why we sleep, which which is amazing. Like the fact that it's something we've been doing since the beginning of time and science has been researching since forever and there is still no explanation about why we sleep. Like there's so many different theories that different doctors and scientists agree on in different places. But over the last few years, there have been a lot of findings about what happens while we sleep. So the functional, the functional things that happen. So just quickly, a few of those, your brain stores away information in long-term memory. So that's that. Yeah. Maybe that idea of like sleeping on it. I don't know. I want to come back to Mm. that and ask our expert about that, but I thought it was interesting. Apparently, uh, to fully understand something you learned during your day, you should have a good sleep the following night. So like, obviously okay. everyone knows getting good sleep and having good energy levels means you can go to class better. Yeah. But what, yeah. what's interesting is the flip side is that after a cracking day at class or work or whatever you're doing, you actually need a good sleep for yourself to be able to not only retain that information, but grasp that information, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, uh, it and, is. And that's, that there's really nerdy reasons for that. Uh, <laughs> brain, brain plasticity, neuroplasticity. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like the brain is going to be- stuff. <laughs> Yeah, expert level, wait till Friday. But I mean, I feel like the brain, side note, could be another episode of the podcast, just by the way. But um, okay. another thing that happens while we're sleeping, hormones go everywhere. So- there's this one called melatonin, which controls how much you sleep. There's growth hormones that just go wild, which make you uh, basically repair your body, grow your body. Um, your sympathetic nervous system, so your fight or flight, kind of stops and slows down and relaxes, which it doesn't during the day. And this has been linked to if you don't get that sleep and relax that system in your body, then it's linked to increased risk of heart, heart disease, basically higher blood pressure, which is interesting. Wow. Um, the stress hormone, I like this one. This was this was helpful to me in thinking about my own sleep. St- the stress hormone cortisol, and I'm sure this has to differ by chronotype. So maybe let's mm. maybe let's put chronotypes and cortisol together for a question for the expert. But basically, the stress hormone, which makes you feel like up and about and ready to go, that goes down while you're going to sleep, and then right as you're waking up, it it goes back to peak, which is basically why if you do sleep correctly and, and follow that cortisol cycle. You wake up and you're like, I am ready. Like kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it good. also kicks okay. off, yep. kicks off your appetite. Mm. Um, and that's why so, you can so wake up feeling like hungry. Yeah, exactly. Did you read about cortisol at all during your parts about amount of sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Like I read about all the different chemical things and I was like, ah, not me. And so I just yeah, totally. skimmed past it. I was curious where that came because it has to be linked to the chronotype thing when I yeah. read that. It's just, they just sound like they're linked because yeah. the cortisol wakes you up and waking up and feeling good must have to do with correlating with the correct time your cortisol peaks. Anyways, uh, Actually, you don't have that, to- that is a good that is a good thing that something led, uh, led into something I read about there. I just remembered it then. Okay, um, yeah. Uh, one thing that is really important for us getting the amount right of uh, the right amount of sleep is to actually have natural daylight. Um, so a couple hours, cause that actually keeps our, um, our, our rhythm, our, uh, like the, the body, the body rhythm, um, 
in intact. It tells us when we should be going, when we should be awake, when we should be asleep. And if we don't actually get daylight, then it doesn't like, then our body goes out of rhythm because it doesn't actually understand. Is it nighttime? Is it daytime? Like what, what time is it? Um, so you need so, that consistency. Yeah. Consistency, which then helps the hormones be correct and wake us up at the right time in the right feeling. Because if we're consistent, then it understands those things. So, I mean, like things don't necessarily, the, the difficult thing is like, how do you apply this for um, shift workers where their their life is constantly changing around or they're working constantly different shifts. And so I think there's a, um, you know, I don't, I don't really have an answer for that. Maybe, maybe the expert will actually have an answer of like what, shift workers should do to get better sleep. Maybe that's something we should ask them. But yes, so so that was something I kind of found out there is um, we kind of have to actually have daylight uh, to help our body clock understand, you know, what time it is. Sure. Yeah, and which is really interesting. And I like what you said there about shift workers and stuff. I think, and linking to like another idea again, I reckon this has, you know how like there's heaps of bandits out there, like get a routine, have a structure for your day and you will be more productive. Yep. Yep. I totally think like they're just saying that cause it's like, like organization and discipline, but mm. I think structuring your day and therefore your wake up and finish time helps your body get into a correct sleep wake pattern. And I reckon yep. that has a huge part to play in it. Anyways, yep. maybe we can talk okay. about that as well. Uh, a few other quick things that happen while you sleep, your muscles are temporarily paralyzed. Some people suggest that this is what stops you from doing what you're dreaming, which is kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> you're, um, so imagine that if you didn't, if that didn't happen. Well, for some people, I've read about this one guy who like, uh, he was like an engineer or something like that um, in real life. But every time he, like when he went to sleep, he woke up, like he kind of, you know, we've heard of sleepwalking, but he slept painted and he used to draw these what? amazing portraits um, while he slept. Like he was an artist while he slept. And so like, you know, for him, he wasn't totally paralyzed. He actually had this cool ability that came out. So yeah. Uh, and yeah. He, prob- he probably like couldn't paint for, for crap basically. <laughs> And then, and then when he he didn't say anything about that, but yeah, I reckon, I reckon that that makes the story better. That's how I'm going to tell the story next time. (laughs) Okay. Um, and your immune system basically fights all the bad stuff and your brain gets rid of toxic waste. So, so many good functions. Interesting to think about the fact that no one can agree on why we sleep. Like what is, what is the reason we go to sleep? Uh, but as for what happens while we sleep, plenty of information out there, which to me seem like, it seems like an answer to why we sleep anyway, but. Mm. There you go. So t- now tell me dreams. I'm fascinated. Are they just crazy, imaginative, weird things that should be ignored or should we delve into what they like? Some people like base their future on their dreams. Like what okay. is going on? Yeah. Let me give you a few facts, fun facts about dreams. Here's the first one. You can't read while dreaming or tell the time. I've what? never, th- I've never thought of this and I've never looked into this, but apparently you can't read while dreaming or tell the time. So while you're like, while you're in your dream, I couldn't pick up a book and start reading the book and like gaining knowledge from this book. Apparently it just can't happen. So that's a fact. So huh. maybe next time you're in a dream and you realize you're in a dream, uh, which is another thing that you can do lucid dreaming where you can gain control of your dreams and like be in control. Um, have you ever done that Caleb? Have you ever had that, like that weird thought? Like, Oh, Heck I'm in no, a dream. That, okay. You have that, That's, Oh, I don't know if I, mm, I, I feel like have. that sounds super crazy. Like that. No, I definitely, I definitely have done it multiple times in my life where I've like, you know, during something, sometimes like it'll be like this fight scene or something like that. I'll be like, this is a dream and I can do things in this that I can't do in real life. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run off this cliff and I'm gonna fly. And I've done it. It is so weird. It is so weird. Um, 
only like usually the dream ends pretty quickly after that. Cause I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Um, I know when I actually fun fact, when I was younger, um, and Ben 10 was a big thing, uh, shout out to all the young kids who don't know what Ben 10 is. Um, Ben 10 was a big thing. I used to dream that I was Ben 10. So like I had the watch, the Omni tricks and I could change like characters. <laughs> and so like that used to be a dream. Like I used to be like, okay, uh, I'm dreaming. Okay. Give me the Omni tricks. I want to be like, um, I'd forget their names. Humongousaur. And so like I would used to change it and like hit the watch and do those things. That was pretty cool. Anyways, um, can't tell the time uh, and you can't read. Um, a lot of cool inventions have actually come about because of dreams. And so Google, the idea for Google um, from Larry Page actually was a dream. Uh, like he had this dream about it. I didn't get to look into it too much, but he had a dream and that's actually what inspired Google. Other things no that inspired uh, by dreams, uh, the DNA double helix spiral form. I mean, the thing that we understand DNA as, that came about from a dream. The sewing machine came about from a dream. And the craziest, well, not the craziest one, but the one I was like, what? The periodic table of elements came out, came about by a dream. Like they're like, okay, we're going to order this thing. And it came about by a dream. So yeah. I don't uh, understand. Why are my dreams so trash? (laughs) 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 <laughs> maybe you just have to hold out and maybe you'll have a Google size dream one day. Um, here's another one. Here's a weird one. Um, in your dreams, you only see faces that you already know. Now I was thinking about this. I was like, Oh, I feel like I've seen faces before, but I couldn't actually nail down like a face that I have seen before that I didn't actually know. Um, and then, uh, you have multiple dreams per night. Uh, each one of these is thought to be about five to 20 minutes. So there's some fun facts about dreams. Now, why we dream? Ah, uh, well, there's still still the jury's out <laughs> about this, and I wasn't actually able to nail down one answer about why why we dream. So hopefully our expert kind of has a more solidified answer. Like you know, okay, we don't know. Maybe that's that's a, that's totally a fine solid answer. It actually um, doesn't actually doesn't surprise me because as we've discussed a number of times now, there are areas of sleep that are not understood, and it's not surprising yeah. that dreams falls into those, particularly on the bait like. <laughs> based on some of the stories you've told us so far about Omnitrix's yep. flying and like <laughs> DNA helixes. I'll, uh, I'll tell you I'm one not thing. surprised that we don't fully understand those. Yeah. One thing that's kind of annoying is we're, we're doing this expert study, right? We're trying to find out more, trying to become experts in 60 minutes. One thing we can't do is actually test this in 60 minutes. Like I couldn't go into my sleep and dream in this time and be like, okay, now I understand everything. So hopefully uh, our expert has a little bit more understanding in this, but yeah. So some of the things they do say that dreams are kind of like this cool thing that kind of helps us like, um, you know, uh, remember things better, like with our long term. but like, I guess that kind of ties into sleep. Like just, you know, having sleep helps that. Um, they, they, there's like some places like that say like dream is a good therapist or dream try, like trains our fight or flight, um, uh, stuff. Um, I forget the actual name for it or dream is our muse. Like the thing that create, like inspires us sometimes our dreams. Like we have these weird dreams that like inspire us to be more creative. So, um, yeah, there's no real, it didn't really say like that dreams. We have dreams for this reason. But um, there's some fun facts about dreams, at least. Uh, the people who say it's their muse, they're the people who invent Google. I oh, Man, I wish my dreams inspired me to do cool. Anyways. Maybe, maybe you have to start calling it your muse and you'll invent Google. <laughs> you'll right. Invent so I've, the got, next Google. I've got to treat my dreams more nicely, you think. I've got to talk better about them. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And so by yeah. doing that, uh, you'll automatically come up with amazing dreams. <laughs> Let like me know the how that goes, Caleb. Let me know how that goes. 
Well, maybe we can... I don't know how the dreams are going to change when we go to this biphasic sleep thing where we sleep in two blocks. But anyways, let's see what happens. But a whole bunch of information there on sleep. Uh, I oh, feel wow. a heap more intelligent about it and there's a heap that I want to try uh, like practically, which is cool. Like the fact that we research stuff and it's like, oh, maybe I'll change the way I live my life because of that. That's a cool idea. Yep. But before we do anything too crazy, I think I want to do the expert interview. So I think okay. we should park the bus there just for yep. a few days, verify whether these, some of these things are a good idea uh, and we'll get back. <laughs> and then and then we will do our, our biphasic, is that how you say it? Biphasic sleep um, routine. And maybe we'll like uh, vlog it or something like that and we'll put that up on our social media platform. So if you don't follow us on social media already, look out there for maybe after the interview on Friday where we start uh, tracking that along because that would be quite interesting. I feel like- I, w- um, I would love it. I reckon it'd be yeah. so much fun. Especially while well, we're working from home right now. I think it's a great yeah. opportunity to try this out. That is exactly and the, right. And the uh, the other thing about our social media, Cam, we say this every week, but we really, really mean it because this show is going to be a heap more fun when people start hanging out with us on social media and and, and contributing to this conversation. Yeah. Uh, you and I have a lot of fun with the conversation, but it'd be great to get people involved. Mm. Tell us what you want to hear about, what the questions you want us to research are. Uh, We do this for us because we like to learn, but we also want to uh, invite you into the conversation. Social media is the best place to do that. So please give us a shout out. Uh, Let's get the conversation started. And the thing is, I want to add to that. We don't just listen to you and then say, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, no. Um, Economy, that was actually a suggestion from um, one of my friends. And so we looked into that subject and, you know, everyone's learned more because of it. So do feel free to let us know. Um, But while you're listening, thanks for listening. We just want to say thanks. We always appreciate those who listen along, whether you're on Spotify and following along there or you're on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're going. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on Friday for our expert interview. But for now, thanks for listening to the Hour of Power podcast. Sleep well.